It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Better late than never. Is that what they say? What's up, Bulls Nation? I'm Matt. That's Big Dave. You found yourselves locked on Bulls. We're coming to you live on YouTube Wednesday night following the Bulls. Close one, 111-105 victory over the Raptors. We're breaking that game down next on a fresh Locked on Bulls. Let's go. You are Locked on Bulls, your daily podcast on the Chicago Bulls. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Here are your hosts, Matt Peck and Big Dave Watson. What's up and welcome in to Locked On Bulls, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Matt Peck. You can follow me on Twitter at Bulls underscore Peck. You can follow my co-host, Big Dave Watson at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. You can follow us at Locked On Bulls. Also, hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. Whew, Big Dave. <laughs> Thought maybe after that Fright Fest at OKC, we were going to get a nice cruisy victory tonight. Mm-hmm. Nope. <laughs> Bulls had to make it difficult once again. They uh, they led by as many as 19. The Raptors even came back to tie this game and took a lead, a one-point lead late in the fourth quarter. The Bulls were able to hang on with some timely plays on both ends. You, you requested we start here, so let's start here. Ugly game in Orlando. Yeah. Bounce back game against OKC. Uh-huh. The man in the middle. <laughs> Shout out to our guy, Will Purdue. Big man Vooch, two assists shy of a monster triple-double big day. Mm, mm, mm. It was awesome to see. from the Vooch haters already. Already. And you know what's funny, Matt? I don't want to really pick on people. I just want to reiterate some certain things that I've been saying. One, because I saw somebody say to me on on YouTube, man, why you keep saying you're going to need him? You need to stop saying that. You're going to need him. He is necessary, okay? He is necessary. You need this 
dude, you're a better team when he is doing his thing, period, point blank. That's what it is. I mean, this game tonight, Matt, and it's and it's fun. And what I like is they're finally figuring out, like, oh, you know what? He's seven feet tall and like over 250 pounds. Maybe we should get on the ball inside. Yeah, you think we should do that? Yeah, we should do that more. Okay, let's do that. They started going to him inside. His game went inside out. That it didn't start from the outside in. It wasn't no pick and pops. It was pick and rolls. It was going to the bucket, realizing he's mm-hmm. seven feet tall. His skill set, Matt, is super rare. Because if his jumper isn't working and outside isn't working, he can just go inside and pound the rock inside and score that way. That's what your good centers do. That's what your all-star right. centers can do. They have games that you can do it all over the floor. Vooch is one of them dudes, man. He is two, like Matt said, two assists shy of a triple-double, 17 and 15, 8 of 11, shooting two three-point shots, just two of them things that he took. Right. But, man, he did everything from the post. They gave him the ball, the assist that he had from the post, the passing that you saw from the post was dude. Special. That one swing pass to Troy Brown Jr. Oh, in the oh, on the baseline. How often do we see Vooch make those kinds of passes from the block? Yes, man. And for whatever reason, Bulls fans don't want to give him credit for that kind of stuff. Well, I, well, he's going to get it here because it was incredible to see that. That's rare. That's not easy to do. And then Matt, you see him not only continuing to pound that rock inside. Then what did you see on the defensive end? You saw his help defense was tremendous tonight. He was getting out on shooters. He was moving his feet. He was getting out on three-point shooters. When it was, he was contesting shots. All that's important to play. And what did it come down to? In the fourth quarter, when you had to have it, when you needed that shot to seal the game, who's the one that got the ball and not just shot the three, but stepped into it, dribbled into the three-point shot, Pulled that joika. Cash money is an army better yet a navy. His name is Nikola Vucevic, y'all. That dude who's been doing that all season. Do y'all not remember that? He's been doing that all season. From the first game, Matt. From the first game. He's been doing it all season. Hitting them huge three-pointers for the Chicago Bulls. He did it again tonight. And this one, he stepped into. That's what made it a little more sweeter because he dribbled into it. And I could hear everybody saying, no, 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 no. And Vooch was like, shut the hell up. I'm Nikola Vucevic. Swish. What a game by Vooch tonight, man. This is what he do. Vooch giving those doubters and haters the Scotty Pippen to Spike Lee treatment. You sit down. You sit down. You sit down. Shout out to everybody hanging out with us live on YouTube right now. S. Gordon saying, Vucevic, that's what you do. Uh, Jamal saying, Vucci main LaFlair from three. Um, look. I, I know that it hasn't been the most popular thing that you and I have done on this podcast for the last couple of months, standing up for Vucevic, also calling him out when he plays like Chris, like he did against Orlando on Sunday, yeah. acknowledging that he needs to be better, especially when the Bulls are shorthanded, especially on a night when Zach or DeMar are out and you need him to be that number two guy. Mm-hmm. But again, the Bulls built this lead and we'll get at the end of the show to how they coughed up this lead, right. but they built this lead how? by working their offense through Vooch. Mm-hmm. Whether they were giving him the ball in the post and scoring or giving him the ball on the block and letting him use his sleek passing ability from that post position. And maybe it's why their offense stopped working for a while there in the fourth quarter. Ooh. But again, we acknowledge he has career lows shooting percentages-wise this season. Mm-hmm. But you... As as Vooch goes, so go the Bulls, yeah. right? 
if he plays well, this team is very difficult to beat. And I, I mean, I, I, I get it. I understand both fans are frustrated with him. It's been a very frustrating season for Vooch. But nights like tonight show you why he is so, so important to this team and their success. Mm. And maybe there's some kind of head game stuff going on with Vooch when you see him have these nights where he can't even lay the ball in the basket when he's standing right underneath it. And that's obviously frustrating to see. Then sometimes his outside shot isn't falling and you don't want him to take those shots. But again, when they operated the ball through Vooch, the ball was moving. Guys were making cross paint cuts. Guys were making backdoor cuts. Mm -hmm. And either Vooch was finding guys who had space off the ball because Vooch was attracting the defense into the paint or he was taking advantage of a guy sizing him up one-on-one saying, oh, I can beat this guy and putting the ball in the hoop from two feet away. Like Stacy kept saying it tonight, and he said it on Monday against OKC when Vooch had those looks too. Simple basketball, Mm -hmm. people. Simple basketball. And Vooch is an integral part of the Bulls offensively playing simple basketball. Like, it makes it so easy. You know, when it's like that. And you mentioned the cutting, man. I can't I can't speak enough about that. I mean, when he got the ball, like you can't really double team on him. You have to leave him one-on-one with whoever's guarding him because everybody's cutting, you know, because of the shooters and especially of Io and how awesome he's been from the uh, baseline with his three-point shot. You can't leave him. So Vooch has to be, you know, he's inside and he's going to back you down and he can put you into the basket along with the ball going into the basket. But, man, Matt, I can't say enough about that defense, though, that he was playing tonight. Because, again, for the millionth time, his defense is predicated on his offense. If that's going well, he's going to look well defensively. The help defense he showed tonight was huge, man. They weren't scoring like that inside. What were they getting their points mm-hmm. was from three-point line. They were scoring at the three-point line, okay? Gary Trent Jr. Right. Who got, oh, my God. My goodness. Trent Jr. was what, like six of seven from downtown Correct. tonight? What Correct. the hell? They are not a three-point shooting team. That's not really how they roll, you know what I'm saying, as far as it. But they were 12 of 31 tonight. You know what I'm saying? That's 38%. Mm-hmm. And they were killing it in the second half. Like, they were just really destroying mm-hmm. it. But they could not go inside. You know what I'm saying? With Vooch right. like that in there because of the help defense. I'm not saying he was blocking all their shots, but whenever somebody got down there and he was on the little guy like Kobe or someone, you saw Vooch come over with the help, the timely help, and not fouling a lot. You know what I'm saying? Even though the ref was calling some crazy foul. I don't even want to get into that. It was a bad officiated game. <laughs> no, let me get into that real quick. That last play was insane, man. Like, he, they, DeRozan gets fouled with a second left, and Tony Brothers was like, no, nah, I want to go home. <laughs> like, no, nah, I got dinner reservation. No, what? No foul. We out. Let's go. We done. What kind of stuff is that? That's insane. Okay, that's all I wanted to say about it. But Vooch, man, guys, you're going to need him. All I'm saying is, and you can be critical of Vooch. You can. He messes up. He don't do right. Be critical because we are. We're going to be critical of him when he's not doing his thing. That's how it goes. But damn, you got you can't leave him there after you tear him down. Tell you got to uplift this dude at the same time because even during that slump, guys, he's 16 and 11. And somebody tried to tell me, mm-hmm. oh, well, that's the worst 16 and 11 I've ever seen. That even makes sense. How do you have a worse 16 and 11? See, where? Where right. they do that at? You know what I'm saying? I've seen a worse eight. You know what I'm saying? I've never seen a terrible 16 and 11 average. That gets you paid right. in the league, bro. Stop that. So, yeah, just be down with, and I'm again, telling you, it's going to pay off. 
playing the role. Some Bulls fans who are like, oh, yeah, but we gave up Wendell and two first, and look how well Wendell's playing. It's like, okay, yeah, so Wendell's having a nice reinvention in Orlando for a team that, yeah, they just beat us on a dud night, but what do they got? Nine wins, ten wins? Vooch accepted a smaller role on a team that's winning a lot more games than it's losing. You just need him to be good. And, hey, for all of the hoarding of draft capital that the former regime did, now Bulls fans complain, oh, we gave up two picks for Vooch. Yeah, we got a team. And when he plays well, they win. I swear, man, some Bulls fans. Yeah, the Magic lost again. We got people in the YouTube comments saying, oh, this team is just like begging for a first-round sweep. You know, like (laughs) because because they almost caught – dude, wins are wins. We'll get to that. Uh, Before that, Another uh, another thing we got to talk about. First night reuniting the Slash Brothers, Ooh, Demar and right. Zach Levine, for the first time in a couple of weeks. We'll get to that next. But first, Big Dave, tell the people about all the fun they could and should be having mm. at Bet Online. Mm, I know you could have made some money tonight if you put it down on Vooch getting that three pointer. I know some of y'all were mad because of that foul that was taken away. Maybe you were getting some money on the points and things like that. Maybe that's what happened, but I guarantee you the only place where you could do it at, and that's Bet Online, because it's your number one spot for all the best sports wagering action of 2022. It's a new year, new updated desktop, and a mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% bonus on your first deposit. Locked on is the code that you need to get started. Locked on football, basketball, hockey, boxing, UFC, tennis, favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait, y'all. Take advantage of all these amazing offers available for the year of 2022. Bet online is the fastest and the easiest way to wager all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. Sports. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what-if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Rolling along Wednesday night, breaking down the Bulls win over the Raptors. Bulls keeping pace in this very contentious top of the Eastern Conference right now. Uh, First game, Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan have played together since the opening minute of that Warriors game a couple of weeks ago when Zach tweaked that knee. DeMar getting rest on the second night of a back-to-back against OKC in Zach's first game back. So this is the first game with Zach and DeMar back on the floor together. And man... Big Dave, I don't know about you, but when I was watching that Bulls offense hum in the first quarter and you got DeMar doing his thing, getting to the rim, getting his mid-range looks, Zach operating off the ball, slashing to the basket. Mm-hmm. Man, like how quickly we forget how lethal this Bulls offense could be when you got Zach Levine and DeMar DeRozan yeah. out there. I don't know. I'd say at you know, at this point, it's it's kind of a long shot that that ends up being 
you know, two starting all-stars for the East yeah. with, with Zach and DeMar, certainly both deserving. Oh, yeah. and, and Zach's stats for as much of the MVP love and whatnot that DeMar gets are, are right there with DeMar's. Man, I I, I just love watching DeMar DeRozan and Zach Levine on the court at the same time, dude. Yeah, man. Like, it's, it's such – it feels right. Like, just seeing them back out there, I just said, ah. You know, going through all the stuff the Bulls are going through with the injuries and everything like that, it you can breathe a sigh of relief when you got your two best players out there. You know what I mean? Because I'm like, okay, oh, they're out there. We have a chance to win. I don't care who mm-hmm. else is going on, what else is happening around us. I got my two best out there plus my number three guy out there. I got them three out there. We got a chance to win. And that's all you want in this league. Matt, they fit together so well that it's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, because nobody thought that it would, except us. How are Zach and Tamar going to play you know, together? Yeah, exactly. How? It doesn't well, no. well <laughs> I mean, they, they combined for 50-plus points and 15 assists tonight. Yeah, but, yeah. Let's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah Matt, like, all three of them almost had triple doubles. That's insane. You know what I'm saying? Like, Tamar with 29-7-7, Zach with 23-8-8. Eight and eight. Like, they all almost had triple doubles tonight, man. And DeMar DeRozan was cooking. You hear me? Them mm-hmm. shots, Matt, he be cooking on them. And it's great because they know when to do it. You know, Zach was more his – his was in more of the first half. You know what I'm saying? And, and DeMar was more of his in the second half. That's how it's usually been. Sometimes it switches, you know what I'm saying, just depending on who's hot, you know, and how it's going out there. But that's usually how we see it. And within all that, they're still getting guys involved. Why do I know this? Because the assist totals that Matt just told you, they let you know that they're getting other people involved. They aren't just out there just chucking up shots. They're trying to get everybody involved, and they're rebounding because they understand it's a gang rebounding thing now, right? Because Lonzo was one of your rebounders, and now you lose him. Mm-hmm. Derrick Jones Jr. is one of your rebounders. You lost him. So you're losing guys who are getting the paint and get that for you. They said, we're going to pick up that slack as well, man. It just feels so good, Matt, to, to know that we have, you know, just reliable, great players on our team. It just, it's a good feeling. And Man, some of those takes to the rim that Zach had tonight, uh, you know, he, he had one ferocious dunk, but even just some of his takes to the rim tonight where you worry about Zach when you know he's a guy who came back from an ACL. And it's crazy it, it, what, what was it, four years ago when Bulls fans were wondering, like, oh, will Zach Levine be the athlete that he was after an ACL? And uh, now we forget that he tore his ACL, yeah, right? Yeah. But he 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 misses two weeks' worth of games because his knee was, like, bothering him. Mm-hmm. And, and Bulls fans, all we heard is the MRI came back clean, no structural damage, mm-hmm. and maybe he rushed back to, to meet the team at OKC and play in that game on Monday. Mm-hmm. And Bulls fans are maybe thinking a little bit about, like, what is there something going on with Zach's knee? Mm-hmm. Tonight, the athleticism of Zach Levine, good. you know, I'm knocking on wood right now, but he good. that dude's knee looks fine. Like, his shot is still a little off. Yeah. I think it was, what, just like one of five from downtown tonight? His outside right. shot's still a little off, mm-hmm. but he is still attacking that basket ferociously. Yes. And I, I am hoping what that means is – his knee was a little sore, but it's nothing major. He needed to rest it, and Zach Levine is Zach Levine. Yeah, and I mean, he also he only got four free four free throws tonight. But I just like the fact that he went to the line four times and he made them all. I just like the fact he went to the line four times. I like the fact fouls were being called 
when he's going to the bucket now because we talked about it the last show just how i was like hey zach got to the line like yo they actually called fouls for him i was really impressed with that but it seems like yeah he's starting to get some of those of course demar is going to just get those because that's what demar does he you know what i mean he gets to the foul line and that's the other great thing that we got like we got a guy that can slow the game down and get when things are going wrong oh man we need somebody to score but nobody can score Go get a foul for us tomorrow. Go, go get us some free throws right. real quick. Okay, I got it. Like it's a great feeling to have that too. But Zach, he's just—it's just a luxury. Like I just really feel good because it's mm-hmm. such a luxury and a necessity as well because we need him. But it's a real luxury just to have that kind of talent on your team. Like I got a guy who can go get me thirty, like two of them that could go get me thirty if I need be. You know what I'm saying? And and the third guy can do it too. So it just feels good to have that. But Man, Zach and Demar, Matt, like best duo going right now. Like I really don't see how to not. I really don't. That this is the best duo going in the NBA backcourt. And uh, speaking speaking of free throws, shout out to the Raptors for missing nine of them tonight, including a couple of big ones in the fourth quarter. Yes. Bulls, Absolutely. you know, Bulls won by six. The Raptors missed nine free throws. Yeah. Um, but if they're okay, we have to. We have to talk about how this Bulls offense kind of broke down sure. and the wheels almost fell off again in the fourth quarter. We will do that. Uh, do that. But first, one more person I want to highlight. I know you're going to say. I know you're going to say. I know it is. Just say it. Just say it. Javante. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Yes. Hey, hey, see Red Fred, you listening out there somewhere, buddy? <laughs> I mean, honestly, (laughs) in a very similar way, when Bulls fans saw in Alex Caruso's brief return what he brings this team, you see it with Javante Green. The guy causes all kinds of chaos for that Bulls defense. And, I mean, you could argue biggest play of the game, much like Javante coming down with that monster defensive rebound Mm -hmm. against the Thunder on Monday, maybe the biggest play of the game, Javante Green sizing up Pascal Siakam one-on-one. He's given up, what, six inches to Pascal Siakam? And tees him up straight as a freaking arrow and forces Pascal into a difficult shot that he misses. Bulls get the defensive rebound. Next possession down, Vooch hits the dagger three. I mean, it's the little things with Javante, but... You know, Bulls fans have joked about like, oh, great, like our backup, backup starting power forward, six foot four. Like, oh, my God, can we please go out and trade for a power forward? I still think that it would be in this team's best interest to address the depth of the front court before the trade deadline and also potentially with the buyout market. But that does not mean that you should simultaneously be discrediting Javante Green for any and every single thing he does when he's on the floor. 12.6 rebounds, you know, and I mean, just, you know what, Matt, we talked about it here on the show before he came back, just how much he was missed because we didn't have that guy to to do the dirty work, you know, to do the other little things. Um, And we were talking about in a sense because that's what Caruso always did, right? But we didn't have that guy. He is kind of that engine for us, kind of that goon type that I talked about mm-hmm. that the Bulls are lacking. Certain things don't happen when you got Javante out there. You know what I mean? Like, it just ain't going to go down like that. He adds a little toughness 
to the Chicago Bulls, and he's probably the shortest dude in the starting lineup. And he's the tough, might be the We're toughest. The same one. Right, right. He's listed at six four. I'm six four. If we stood eye to eye, I might actually be a half inch half taller. Half taller, man. And, and I mean, the toughest dude out there. And the buckets he was hitting was so key. Every bucket mm. was so key. That baseline. And, I mean, that that dish from Demar late all, in the fourth quarter about to when say. the Bulls were yep. dying for a bucket, yep. about to and say. through the double team, Javante mm. made a backdoor cut, man. With that dunk that he had, man. Like, and they were all key and right on time. And like you mentioned, Matt, the defense because he only he was playing full court as well. He was he was on the ball handler whenever they had it, but he was on whoever that he needed to be on. What he did to Pascal Siakam on that play, Matt, was just spectacular. Mm. Because not because he's six four, but he's stronger than most guys. He's definitely stronger than Siakam. Like he got a more solid base, so you can't just back him down. You can't just push him around. And then the quickness that I love about him so much, Matt, is just the quickness and the quick hops that he has. Like as soon as he makes a move, he's he's going up. Like because by the time that that defender gets there, like that dunk he had, Matt, like he just took off. You know what I mean? Like he didn't give them time to set up to say uh, for a charge, for a block or anything, he was already in the air. You know what I'm saying? The decision was already made to defy gravity by Javante Green, and he went out there and did that. That dude. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Shout out Elphaba. Yes. He is is just vitally, vitally important to this Bulls, and I'm so happy every time I see him out there. It just feels good. Hey guys, it's Walker Mail, host of the Locked On Hornets podcast, and being around sports media and a fan of the Hornets for a lifetime has taught me that sometimes it's exploring the sliding doors moments and what-if scenarios in sports that can be the best part of the fan experience. What if the Seahawks let Marshawn run on the one-yard line with the Super Bowl on the line? Or could a coin flip actually have landed Magic in Chicago, Michael in L.A., and made Charles Barkley the first black president? Enter Wondery's newest sports show, Alternate Routes, a weekly leap into the sports multiverse with former Sports Center anchors Trey Wingo and Kevin Frazier. Each week on the podcast, Trey and Kevin will pry open the sliding doors of a different what if moment from the world of sports. In these alternate sports realities, dynasties will fall, legacies will change forever, new goats will emerge. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. You can listen to Alternate Routes early and ad free right now by joining Wondery Plus. Uh, Noah on YouTube saying, I agree, Javante is like that secret sauce in the food you like. What is that? I mean, honestly, <laughs> a great one. We, we've been talking about how this Bulls team is going to make up for the absences of Lonzo Ball and Alex Caruso, mm-hmm. particularly on the defensive end. Mm-hmm. You, you talked earlier about an undersized team where gang rebounding and team re- rebounding needs to be a key every night. Every night. Javante Green is bringing you all of that. And man, I, am I glad to have him back. Um, you know, I, I'm not sure if his minutes are going to increase from this minutes restriction that he's been on in these two games since he's been back. I think Billy said it's, you know, somewhere between 22 and 25. Right, correct. I, I don't think you, you necessarily want to be relying on 30 plus minutes of Javante Green. But in those stretches, he's out there, man. He he gives you absolutely he everything. He and it's been a big help for the Bulls in these last two victories. No doubt about it. Okay. Now, unfortunately, we have to talk about the icky part. It's, you know, it's like that long-haired weirdo scientist in Independence Day. Now comes the really icky part. We got to talk about <laughs> the fourth quarter <laughs> of yet another game where the Bulls offense goes, <laughs> Look, credit to Nick Nurse who is, I think, a very, very 
good, smart NBA coach who sent his minimum 7-5 wingspan defense out there <laughs> against the Bulls for the fourth quarter. And they were pressuring the Bulls like they were playing full court at times. They weren't letting the Bulls just bring the ball up past half court. Right. And then even when the Bulls got past half court, they were pressuring whoever it was. If it was DeMar, if it was Zach, if it was Io, if it was Kobe, they were putting on ball pressure as soon as that Bulls player with the ball crossed half court. Then they brought doubles. They brought traps. Yeah. And the Bulls panicked, yeah. Dave. Yeah. Like flat out panicked. Yeah. Unforced turnovers, couldn't find their way and find their passes out of the traps. And this is the second game in a row that we've seen this, mm -hmm. where the Bulls take a comfortable lead and fail to adjust adequately to a adjustment from the defense of their opponent, right. who says, all right, we're going to ramp things up a notch intensity-wise defensively. And again, that Raptors lineup is so long. Yeah. I mean, like, they just like limbs on limbs on limbs, like go, go gadget Raptors steal is what I felt like I was watching in the fourth quarter. But some of it is credit to Nick nurse and the Raptors. Yeah. And some of it is bulls. What the heck? Mm -hmm. What the heck pass out of the double teams, pass out of the traps, go back to what was working, move the ball, move off the ball. If you don't have the ball, yeah. like, why is it so hard, and why is this the second straight game where we've seen the Bulls' offense fall apart in the fourth quarter? Man, well, it's simple. Uh, you don't have any ball handlers, and that's just the key of it right there. That's step one. Is The Bulls struggle when they don't have somebody to handle the basketball. And you see already where Lonzo Ball is missed, and you see already where Alice Caruso is missed. Those are the guys who can handle the basketball and break you out of those traps. You saw the flashbacks. It's the second game, Matt. We saw that flashback to that old Zach. That, that we used to not like in that fourth quarter where he would get the ball and just turn it over, period. Like, that's mm -hmm. what was going on. Because he feels like he has to do everything. Correct, correct. And and would dribble into spots. See, this time when he was doing dribbling in those spots, Nick Nurse was smart enough to trap him immediately when he would dribble in those spaces. Because I talked about that last time when he would dribble, you know, that last play of the game in OKC where he dribbled into the corner and Lou Dort just fouled him instead of, you know, them sending over a double team or, you know, getting them over there. He would have given it up, I promise you. That would have happened. But this time, Nick Nurse is Nick Nurse. <laughs> as soon as he saw him with that, he was like, send send the dogs, send the long dogs over there, send the Dobermans over there to trap this dude. You know what I'm saying? Send the guys with the eight, 80 foot wingspans. <laughs> like those inflatable things at the car dealership. You know what Just I mean? Like, here we go. Look like Here's our Raptors. Like for real, they're built like like M Night Shyamalan monsters. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like it's just long and lanky. You know what I mean? Like it's so wild. But and it wasn't like just real. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Just just like real intricate is the word. It wasn't like just real intricate defenses. He was running. You know, very simple. We're tall. We're long. We're going to trap mm -hmm. you, and we're going to run a, a yeah. soft full court. They weren't even a hard full court they were running. They were running right. a pretty soft full court, but once they crossed that line or even got close to it, they would try to trap them and get the ball out of their hands, and it just worked the entire second right. half. It just continued to work. When they got that ball from, from DeRozan, who, who, who got stuck on the baseline, when, once he crossed half court, he got stuck on that baseline, threw it out to Vooch. I immediately said, uh-oh, here comes a turnover. Because I saw it. Like, right. you don't hand it off to the center, you know, that far out of the paint. And he threw it over and, to Zach, who wasn't ready and, for it. And then, and turnover. you know, 
credit the Raptors, who then, like, weak side help came, and then they immediately doubled Vooch yeah. once he got that pass. And then he tried to swing it once more over to Zach, right. but because of that pressure, it was a bad pass. Zach couldn't control it. Yeah. Turnover back the other way. And, like, that that could have been uh, a game-defining play that, that we're talking about differently if the Bulls cough up this game and lose. Yeah. But that was one of several examples of the Bulls whether it was Zach or DeMar handling that ball down the stretch, not being able to deal with those traps. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I, I don't know what it is that Billy Donovan needs to do mm-hmm. and or say to these guys mm-hmm. to find ways to beat these traps and this full-court press kind of defense. Yeah. Because guess what? The NBA is a copycat league, and this tape is out there now. Yeah. Yeah. Back-to-back games, and these aren't the only two games. These, like, this isn't like the first time this is propped up. This has happened before yeah. with the Bulls this season. Right. They are leading comfortably. Their opponent shows them a different look defensively. Sometimes it's been the Bulls struggling with zone. Right. That's happened too this season, True. and they can't, for whatever reason, just make the simple adjustments, pass out of the trap, or beat the zone with ball movement and players moving and making cuts off the ball. I mean, I'm 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 no expert, but you gotta wonder why and, and worry about this trend mm. with the Bulls in the fourth quarter because for a long time the Bulls were skating on. Okay, we have a lot of talent, we got pieces, our defense is okay, plenty of bucket getting on the offensive end. Fourth quarter, here you go, Demar. Right, right. I think the key of- that's not necessarily working anymore. No, I think the key of it, Matt, is they have to get into the offense more quickly. Quickly, you know what I'm saying? They got to get into that faster, get into the half court offense faster. So if that means you know giving it to someone and, and running a play in the backcourt to get the ball up the court a little faster, so you can get into your what you want to do, you know you should do that. You know what I mean? Do that more. But taking their time, bringing the ball up, <laughs> and then you know as soon as they cross nobody's moving nobody's cutting you know what i'm saying nobody's available for the basketball they just got stuck and they got you know and you saw what you saw but i think another key mat was all that kind of stopped too when javante green came in the game that kind of ceased it too because again he's constant motion he's constantly moving setting those picks you know what i'm saying making it hard on the defense because he's not sitting still sometimes guys could sit still you know when guys get the ball they just stand in the corner or they stand there um i saw zach <laughs> You know, just real quickly, man, Io is not a normal rookie, okay? <laughs> this is not a normal rookie. I saw Zach Levine, when he made that play, Matt, he tried to make a pass, which was a bad pass, and he tried to make that yeah. pass inside, and it was another turnover in that four. And then he yeah. comes back down, but he gets the answer, and I see Io immediately go, <laughs> it was like, don't do that. <laughs> Io, Io yelled at Zach yeah. and was like, dude, don't make that don't, gamble. Don't do because that. what was it? It was an easy two yeah. at the bucket for the Raptors. Yeah, like that, that's not normal. So I think that will help too. I, I would like to see the ball in his hands more too because he's the point guard. He's going to have to take right. that responsibility, Matt. Like that is also right. very important. So he's going to have to handle that. So I appreciate him using his words, but he's got to go get the ball too. Kobe White right. was turning it over too. You know, he was flashing back to that old Kobe that we talked about last year who was just putting his head down and going. You saw a lot mm-hmm. of that. And that's because his shot isn't falling. I know that's why. I'm telling you, that's the reason why. But he had he had, he was important too because of his defensive things. But man, he he has to he has to move. You know, guys were just standing still. Guy, he has to move, man, and get himself in the right position to score as well. But yeah, he can't put his head down and just be blind and just go and run into people. 
You know what I mean? Like, right. that's just not going to work. And you're right. Teams are going to look at this. They're going to see it. They're going to use it. We got to come up with something, man, to defuse it. And, and look, it, it felt to me like there were five or six possessions down the stretch of that fourth quarter where Zach or DeMar just kind of, you know, whether or not they were trapped, even if they were one-on-one, were just holding the ball and bleeding clock. Yeah. Bleeding yeah. shot clock, and everybody else was just standing around. Yeah. So yeah. – yeah. If if that was the game plan, bad game plan. Make a better one. Make a better one. And if that wasn't the game plan, you know, whoever needs to be that vocal leader on the floor, be it Billy Donovan or one of the five guys wearing jerseys, you can't have that. You cannot have those empty possessions because the whole my turn, your turn thing, that only works when it's spliced into actually running offensive sets. Right. And when it got to a stretch in the fourth quarter, when it was just DeMar holding the ball and getting trapped or Zach holding the ball and getting trapped, shit went haywire and it was not good. So hopefully, you know, again, as we've said all season long, and Billy Donovan has talked about this, this is still a team that is getting to know itself because they're a brand new roster, teammates that have to build this chemistry throughout the season. If you can get a win while also being able to go back and watch the film from this game and realize the mistakes you made in the fourth quarter, great. Yeah. But make sure that you address what that was in the fourth quarter. And it happened Monday. Yeah. It happened again Wednesday. Don't let it happen again on Friday. Yeah. You got to execute better offensively down the stretch because the Bulls can get away with this yeah. in the regular season. But Can't get away with best of seven series. Yeah. You, you can't be getting beaten in the fourth quarter and hoping that your lead that you've built up until the fourth quarter mm-hmm. is big enough. That's not what champions do. It's, not, it's just oh, not. It's not. But at the same time, Matt, we will have Lonzo Ball and Alex Russo back by that point, baby. Hey! 30, God wood. 30 and 17. Don't forget this. They are 30 and 17. Important. Very each win, guys. It's very, very important because of what's going on with these six to eight weeks. I don't even like the number six to eight right now because of what's going on. But yes, everything six to eight weeks. But every win is very, very important, man. So the fact they're thirty and seventeen with all that's going on, awesome, awesome, awesome stuff, boys. Awesome. <laughs> that's it for tonight. Uh, stick around for our Friday episode. We got something fun planned for y'all. Some of you will be triggered. On our Friday episode, I'll just say that. But we're going to enjoy it. (laughs) Uh, In the meantime, hit that thumbs up button if you enjoyed this episode on YouTube tonight. Subscribe to us on YouTube if you aren't already. Uh, And hit us up on that text and voicemail line, 331-979-1369. And we're always available to chat Bulls or anything on Twitter. I am at Bulls underscore Peck. Big Dave is at BOW, B-A-W-L Sports. We are at Locked on Bulls. Until next time, Bulls Nation, C-Red be good. Peace out. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.